I'm Sarah, a PA and mama to a six-month-old little boy. And I'm Maria, a third grade teacher expecting my first baby in September. We certainly don't claim to be motherhood experts. In fact, we are just beginning to figure this whole thing out. But one thing that we have quickly realized is that pregnancy and motherhood require a great deal of sacrifice. But what a gift that sacrifice is. It gives us the tiniest glimpse of the sacrifice our Heavenly Father made when he sent his own son to die for us, a death that we deserved. Through motherhood, we get to live out the gospel message of sacrifice daily, as we do our best to love these little people that the Lord has entrusted us with. So whether you're drinking hot coffee and praying to one day become a mama, decaf while you're growing your babe, or cold coffee that was once hot while you meet the needs of your littles, come hang out with us while we chat all things motherhood and discover what the Lord is teaching us through the sacrifices of this sweet season. Welcome back to the Cold Coffee Podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm here with Maria and Spencer and I'm super excited for this episode because they are going to share Lena's birth story who I'm snuggling right now. (laughs) So I'm in heaven and she's making a lot of little noises. So if you guys hear her, she's already trying to contribute to the podcast. Mm, She has lots to say. Yes, and and thank you guys, too, for giving us Mm -hmm. grace and just being understanding. We've been MIA the past couple weeks, so Maria and Spencer have just been navigating this new season of parenthood and figuring things out, and as Maria and Spencer are going to share, she came a little earlier than expected, Mm -hmm. so we didn't get to prepare quite like like we planned to, but she's here now, and she's perfect, and I can't (laughs) wait to hear all the details. So yeah, I was due September 29th, and Lena came on the 4th, so we were four weeks earlier, pretty much four weeks Mm -hmm. earlier than we expected to be, so that's why the planning wasn't so wonderful. Correct. You ready, bub? Let's just dive right in. You start. Okay, so we come upon the morning (laughs) of our 36-week appointment. Which was when... I don't know. The second. <laughs> the second. The second <laughs> September 2nd. And we were both very excited because it had been like two weeks, for a month, since we had done an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. It was definitely longer than two weeks. Yeah, two yeah weeks. it was at least a month. So yeah. we were excited to see like how much she'd grown and like what she looked like again. Mm-hmm. And our last ultrasound before that was amazing. Like we yeah. got to see her face so clearly, so we were so excited. Yeah, so we were like all pumped the night before, and like mm-hmm. it was an early appointment, so we were excited to just get out of bed and roll over there. Yeah, and because of COVID, you yeah. got to come with me just to ultrasound appointments, which is important. So he was actually able to come in the building with me for this one. Yep. So um, it, it starts pretty early in the day. The second I stepped out of the car, I realized that I was leaking something. Um, and I, the thought went through my head that it could have been my water breaking, but I wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a ton to yeah, start. Yeah, it wasn't a gush. It yeah, was it wasn't like a gush left. like you see in the movies. Um, but I was like, okay, I am towards the end of my pregnancy and I haven't done this. My, like, it's not like I was, you know, peeing myself this much constantly during my whole pregnancy. Um, so and you weren't having contractions, right. pain, none of that. Right, none of it. But I just felt like something was weird. Mm-hmm. And you had peed yourself before laughing. So. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say, but just a little. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this it was happens just a to little. the best yeah. of us. Like maybe I said something really funny before you got. Like, I read I the um, or sneezing, and on my bump app they called it snissing, <laughs> which I thought was really oh, funny. That um, was funny. So, anyways, we went into the building, and I'm continuing to leak. 
but I wasn't trying to get myself all amped up yet Mm because obviously I didn't know what was going on. Um, and we went and had the ultrasound and it was awesome. She was, um, she had her hands near her face, so we didn't get as good of pictures. But As that's we okay. Yeah, because little did we know. Um, we'd see her very soon. Yeah. Um, but the ultrasound was good, and they estimated that she was 7 pounds, 6 ounces, mm-hmm. which is definitely big for, for a 36-week week baby. Yeah. But moving forward with everything that we're about to tell, it, it gave us all peace of mind yes. to hear that she was of a healthy weight. Yes. Even though she was four weeks early early mm-hmm. so that was good um so we had my ultrasound and then we went to our appointment well before that we were w- waiting for the appointment mm-hmm. and she was like i'm gonna go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and you did and your underwear was like yeah soaked. i'm pretty sure my shorts were soaked through at this point like it was not just a teeny it wasn't like again a gush on the floor mm-hmm. like you see in the movies but it also wasn't a tiny amount like i knew that something was probably going on um yeah and then we went to see the doctor um and she came in and as soon as she walked through the door wasn't it i said um first thing i want to tell you is that i'm leaking something and she was like um okay and my doctor's like really chill and calm but she still was like um okay so we asked a ton of questions about labor and delivery because we knew we were getting towards the end of our pregnancy and covid so we asked a ton of questions Mm -hmm. And then she said, well, let me check you to see what all is going on down there. And the second I laid back, she was like, oh, my gosh, you do have, like, you are leaking something. Um, But then the crazy part happens. She went to test it, and Sarah might know more about this than I do. pH test. Yeah, she did a pH Mm -hmm. test because I guess amniotic fluid Mm should have immediately turned... What color? On the blue, blue on the mm-hmm. testing strip. Which means it's more basic. Right, which would mean it's more basic. And she tested it, and it didn't turn blue. Mm-hmm. She tested it two more times because mm-hmm. she wasn't convinced right. that it wasn't amniotic fluid. Yeah. But it never turned blue, which was really weird. And I still, we still don't really have an answer as to why it didn't Yeah. Yeah, seemed like it was amniotic fluid. Right. I don't know if it was just too early in the or process. If it was like mixed with pee or something. Right. We don't know. Yeah. But anyways, um, she, she said because I was like, okay, so what do I do now because I'm just leaking? And she was like, we'll go home and if it continues, call us back in a few hours. So that's what we did. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is a fun fact. I'm three days into virtual teaching mm-hmm. with the school year. And I missed my, like, Zoom with my kids in the morning because of our appointment. Mm -hmm. But I came home, and in the middle of all of this, we are like, okay, something could be happening. So we start doing a mad dash to get our hospital bag ready. I'll also say this probably isn't that important, but it might become important later on. I always wanted to start vlogging when we had our first kid. (laughs) And for whatever reason, I decided to start that morning, like, just because I wanted to start You did before all of this? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the morning of, and I literally started the vlog by saying, like, I'm going to vlog. Also, Maria's water may be breaking. I don't know. So it was, like, really cool that I started then because then yeah. I vlogged, like, all of this stuff mm-hmm. that's about to happen. Yeah, so, it was really cool. Yeah. but So I was doing that. You were teaching, and yeah. then you were, like, trying to call 
the doctor and then you were like, oh, I'll leave a message. Well, I did. I got on a Zoom call with my kids at like 1030 right when we got back and I had already changed clothes because I had leaked through all my clothes and I had like two towels under me sitting on the couch and I was just trying to conduct like a class with my students. But the whole time I'm like, am I going into labor? What's going on? It was really crazy. And yeah, we tried to get all the hospital bags ready. And then, so my appointment was at 8 a.m. Yeah. I probably called the doctor around 3. Yeah, it was six hours, I remember. Okay, so I think it was 2 Yeah, I think it was around 2. Because mm-hmm. you were texting mm-hmm. me and yes. you were like, I'm still leaking. Yes. And I was like, well, then it's probably not pee. Yes. And meanwhile, I'm texting a lot of people. And mm-hmm. a lot of medical professionals in our family are like, well, you could be peeing yourself. But then I think as soon as I told people, like, it's, it's been, been six, six hours. Six hours. Like, it hasn't just been one occurrence. It's been six hours. People were like, oh. Um, and I think my mom totally knew the whole time. But well, she when like, you texted me, like, during your appointment, and you were mm-hmm. like, I'm leaking, but it's not amniotic fluid, mm-hmm. I was like then it has to be pee because it only could right. be one of two things. Right. But it still seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. And I had a weird feeling. I know I told Maria later. I was like, I didn't text you this. But I was like, I don't know. I might have told Justin. I have a funny feeling something might happen today. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said something to me like, I think this baby might come sooner than you, <laughs> than you think, think. Or something. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I didn't want to be like, it might come today. <laughs> yeah. So I called back at 2 o'clock and... I'm pretty sure, I don't even know if you knew this, I don't think I could get someone on the phone. Yeah, you left a message the first time. For many minutes, and then I was like, I really feel like we need an answer, because also, as soon as you start Googling this, Mm -hmm. it's like, as soon as your water breaks, either things get really intense, or you're at risk of getting an infection. If you go too long before delivery. Right, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, I need someone to tell me what I need, what we need to do Yeah, like, what's the next step? Right. And so... I think I called again and I think I even pressed one of the buttons that like wasn't the nurse because I was like, I just need to talk to someone. Yeah. Um, and then I told the nurse the situation and she was like, you should go to the hospital. And I said, are you sure you don't want me to come get checked out first? Because that's what my doctor said. And she was like, okay, let me get a second opinion. And then someone said, you can come get checked out by this different doctor who ended up being the doctor that delivered her, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, Spoiler alert. Well, they already know this is her birth story, so we know a baby. <laughs> She's coming. coming. I'm about the doctor. Oh, okay. It's full circle. Sorry, it's okay. Um, so the second time I went in, Spencer couldn't come with me. Yeah, that was a bummer. It was torture. <laughs> and they had told me they were like, the doctor leaves right at three, so get here as soon as you can. We got there at like two twenty because we don't live far. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in the room until three fifteen. So I'm sitting on the waiting on the table in the doctor's office by myself with a mask on, of course, dying. And I think it was 45 minutes and I'm like about to have a heart attack because I'm just like, what's going on? What are they going to tell me? Is everything okay? (laughs) Yes, I did text you. Still leaking. (laughs) That was the only update I had. Um, And so then the doctor came in and again, she was like, let me check you. The second I laid back, she was like, oh, something's happening. But this time when she tested it, it immediately turned blue. So... We knew it was, it was amniotic, amniotic fluid. fluid. She yeah. also stretched me while she was checking me out, and I almost passed out on the table, which Sarah and I have talked about. Apparently, it is really painful because I, I know painful. that I think I'm a little weak. 
Um, but Sarah confirmed that it was painful. Yeah. So that made me feel better. Yeah. Um, and I also just think my anxiety was sky high at that sure. point because I'd waited for 30, 45 minutes for someone to tell me if I was having a baby or not that day. Yeah. And Spencer wasn't with me. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. Um, so then I didn't feel good and Spencer came up and walked me back down to the car but I said, I was like, okay, do we have time to go home and, like, get my bags? We don't live far. And she was like, no, you're going straight to the hospital. Um, yep. So, so, yeah. That's what we did. That's what we did. Um, do you want to take over at all? I don't really remember. Oh, so we got got to the hospital. She we got princess there. parking. We did. Got yep. to park right up front. As, <laughs> as labor mamas do. <laughs> um but right when we got there, we went to triage, mm-hmm. and someone came and got us, and they were like, we're not actually using that. Like, we try to get people right into a room because of COVID stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. I also think they had called ahead. Yeah, they did. They and were I like, think, are you the 36 weeks? Yes, and I think they knew I was 36 weeks. I was already leaking amniotic fluid, and so they kind of, like, they immediately, mm-hmm. we were probably in a room within five minutes, and my hospital gown was They, on. like, wanted to expedite yes. the process as Which, much as Which, low-key scared me a little, because I was like, is this, like, an urgent, right. you know, thing? <laughs> little did we know. <laughs> Hurry up to wait. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they got us in there immediately. Um, and I guess I didn't say this earlier. I was only dilated one centimeter. Right. Um, when the doctor checked me out, I think when she stretched me, it put me at two. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it'd be like, we might be able to call this two yeah. or like, yeah, which know. is also again, foreshadowing <laughs> so obnoxious, which I, I know they, it's, it's understandable, but we heard a lot of that in our experience. Um, so yeah, I was only two centimeters. I think I was. 75% is what you told me okay. in the morning. So it might have been a little different yeah, later. So but. I was pretty well effaced and two centimeters. Um, so we got in at four o'clock on September 2nd and everything was great. I felt really good. We all, we joked about it a lot because we were like, this is not how I imagined. Like when you imagine going to the hospital, I imagine going when I'm in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I've labored at home for a while. Yeah, because a lot of people will be like, don't go too early. Yeah. Labor some at yeah. home. So we imagine that. And Spin and I walk in and I'm just like, hey, everyone. Like, what's going on? No right. pain, no contractions, but, nothing. But they got you hooked up to the baby monitor mm-hmm. and then also your contraction monitor. And you mm-hmm. were having contractions. Yeah, I was having some contractions. Just couldn't feel them. I just couldn't feel them yet. Which, again... I never knew mm-hmm. that could happen. It was crazy. Um, so I will say this is funny, low key, because I had gestational diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, I get in there and they're like, the nurse was like, you can eat something now because they haven't restricted your diet yet. So go ahead and eat something. And I'm like, cool. And so they bring me a turkey sandwich and like all these naughty snacks. And then my mom brought me Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. So I had a turkey sandwich, two Pop-Tarts and a Chick-fil-A combo. No one told me they were going to check my blood sugar like an hour later. <laughs> so yeah. they came in and checked my blood sugar and it was like 155. Like, Whoa, that's high. And which like, it... Well, no. Yeah, and I was like, you told me to eat. Like, I'm in labor. Oh my goodness. It was... Which again, was another... Yeah. There's just so much. There's a lot. There's Let's a lot. keep rolling. Okay. <laughs> so anyways... um. That was just a funny part. Yeah. But we knew, so someone had told us, like, with your first baby, you might be here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like, this baby's probably mm-hmm. not coming today, might come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, whatever. But I wasn't in any pain, so it wasn't like I was annoyed by that. Yeah. Um, 
I think we had a really good night. My mom came and brought us all our stuff, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, was which, it early that, I guess, next morning, like 1 a.m. when you started Yeah, that I started having pain. Mm-hmm. Your contractions, mm-hmm. yeah. Which also, I was going to say, listen to Sarah's hospital bag episode because we followed it to a T and it was everything we needed. Oh, yeah. Yay. A, that makes me so happy. Justin's sleeping bag. Yeah, we literally, you literally use Justin's sleeping bag. <laughs> also, we should say, we put the temperature on like negative 30 degrees in our room. Well, not actually negative 30. Well, obviously that was... But like, it was very cold. Yeah, I think cold. it was 60 something. Oh, yeah. Because we like it cold in our house. And we were like, if we're going to be sweating all night, let's make it pretty cold. Mm-hmm. So every nurse that walked in was like in a cardigan, zip up hoodie or something. That's so funny. I know, because you texted me, so... Before you went back to the doctor to get checked again on the oh, second, yeah. Maria mm-hmm. texted me and was like, okay, can you bring the sleeping bag over just in case? <laughs> so I like dropped, I was so oh, sad right. though. Yeah, I was on the way to drop the sleeping bag off mm-hmm. as you guys were heading like back to, to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. And so I was hoping to see, get to see you guys, but I was like, oh my goodness, like this could be it. I know, but still thankful that you did that because I did yeah. come in clutch. But so, yeah, we had a pretty good night. Probably about 1 or 2 a.m. I started having some pain. Yep. Um, And it didn't start bad. It was very much so like menstrual cramps. Um, But I thought it got bad decently quickly. I was having to like totally breathe through them. I was holding Spencer's hand really hard, which I laugh about. There's a Fresh Prince episode where the aunt goes into labor and she like squeezes everyone's hand to death in labor, mm-hmm. and I literally, I think I literally did that to you. Oh, okay, but anyways, Thank you for um, so then they came in and they were like, "Okay, we can give you." Had they given me the side attack? Side attack at that point. I think Probably. you got the side attack before. So they gave me side attack, which the purpose is to help ripen help your cervix. Ripen your cervix, which make is it such softer a weird and yeah. term. <laughs> help it dilate um, more easily. Yeah, and and they hope that it can get the process moving without, without having to give without pitocin. having to give pitocin. Mm-hmm. Which they said there were two four doses mm-hmm. over a course of twelve hours, and mm-hmm. I only ended up getting two because my body started mm-hmm. laboring. Um, so I got that, and then my contractions were getting more intense and then they came in and gave me fent- fent- fentanyl fentanyl yeah. through your IV through my IV to help with the pain to help with the pain yes. yeah so not epidural yet right but through an IV which also we didn't really know mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that whenever you hear of pain medication you immediately think epidural yes. but they can do IV medication too and I know some some women that don't want an epidural are okay with fentanyl. Some mm-hmm. women don't want anything. Mm-hmm. I, they never even t- gave me an option for fentanyl, mm-hmm. but I probably would have said, no, I'm fine. Yeah. But yeah, that is like, if you don't want to go the epidural route, right. that can help take the, some of the pain away. Right. Right. Which it did for a little bit. It did for a little bit. And did then... did you start to like feel them really bad again? Like midday the next day? No, because I got my epidural by 5 a.m. I was thinking that that was... I was thinking you did. Yeah, it was only a few hours. So by 5 a.m., they came and gave me an epidural. And this was interesting, too. The nurses told us, like, the guy that's here right now does the best epidural. Yeah, so if you're going to get one... If you're going to get him, he's off at 7. So you need to do it before then. And I was like, okay. But I was only 2 centimeters still. So, and that's another thing. I'd always thought, like, you had to be 5 or 6 or... Right, that's another Kind of further in labor to get an epidural Mm -hmm. 
And I said that to them. I was like, is it going to wear off? Is it not going to work? Is it going to lose its effect if I get it now because I'm only at two? And they were like, no, you're fine. So that's It's so funny because there's like two myths with epidurals. One mm-hmm. is that you're worried about getting it too soon. Mm-hmm. The other one is that like past a certain point, you can't get one mm-hmm. anymore. And that's not true. Like right. literally you can be pushing fully dilated and be like, just kidding. I want an epidural and they can come do it. That's crazy. So like no one tells you these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiny little, little newborn. See if she'll She's take like, this. Guys I went through. I know. Bless her heart. That's what it's so funny when Pryor would cry. Justin would be like, "Listen, the trauma he just went through to get here." Yeah. yeah. She might not. We'll see. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep snugging her. You guys keep talking. Yeah, that's fine. The girl was dope. It was great. So Spencer texted in our group text and was like. Maria said that this is so awesome and she doesn't know why anyone wouldn't do this. And I said, AKA, I know she's saying Sarah is crazy. <laughs> you are, you are crazy in like a way that is really admirable, but you're crazy because after going through this, like I lit, I don't even under yeah. I, like word, like I can't even. You had your epidural for how long before you like baby? I had out? my epidural for 20 hours before she yeah. came. So AKA like, my legs were numb for 20 hours. Contractions for 20 hours. Yeah, I can't. It's exhausting. But yeah, I think it's awful. But whenever I tell people that I didn't have an epidural, I always preface it by saying, I'm crazy. Like, I own it. I know. Oh, yeah. Most people don't want to go through that. But no. I'm like, I know I'm crazy. Yeah. But anyway. You cry. To each their own. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, so I got the epidural. It was awesome. I Your thought it was. fell off. My legs were totally <laughs> numb. Um, so then honestly, my labor from that point on mm-hmm. was pretty good. Yeah. There wasn't any pain. There wasn't any pain. I didn't feel much. Um, my nurses and doctors were incredible. So it was weird because it was taking a long time, but I was so comfortable mm-hmm. and I was like literally taking naps between nurses Which coming to perfect. see me. I'm so glad yeah. you did that. So I was like. I, I wasn't annoyed that it was taking a long time until I probably got to about... <laughs> until it was taking a long until time. Until it was taking a long time. <laughs> yes. Probably, um, I'd say September 3rd, so the next day, probably 24 hours into being at the hospital. Yeah. Six or seven o'clock or something Yeah, like I was at eight centimeters, and it just felt like progress stopped mm-hmm. happening. Another thing, too, is going back to the whole diet thing. So... It, Oh, gosh. A little... When did you go on, like, a liquid diet? Very soon after I splurged on yeah. every food and possible. And <laughs> the only thing she could... The last supper. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the only thing she could eat were liquid stuff. So, like, jello and ice Chicken cream broth. And popsicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chicken broth was literally the only thing that wasn't, like... Sugary. Sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes. So much sugar. And it was crazy because they... They bring you all this food knowing full well... That I have gestational diabetes. Right. Yeah, and they're monitoring your... And they're monitoring my blood, blood sugars every, every hour, two, hours. two hours. But... Th- but you they, can't have a high blood sugar, so... Yeah. yeah. It was just weird. It yeah. was like, here, you need to eat. You can only have these sugars. Don't have a high blood sugar. And I was like, I don't understand. And the nurses said that they had tried to bring up that point 
a while ago, but your body still needs some calories yes. yeah. to get through it. Yes. So that's why they haven't done a totally sugar-free diet mm-hmm. for diabetics. Yeah. But it was just weird because they would bring me food, I'd eat it, and then they'd be like, oh, your blood sugar's high. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Like, I've been in labor for 24 hours. I think it also didn't help. Like, you had been checking your blood sugar so much. And the goal, like, before you were having your baby was to, like, not have high blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Where this was just, they were testing it to see when and if they should give you insulin. So right. it wasn't like you shouldn't be eating the sugar. It was just... Are they going to help us fix that problem yeah. or not? Right. But, but I think I still it was took so it, in your head. That, right. Like, I took I it really hard because I controlled my diet really well and my numbers were great right. at home. <laughs> so, so this was like personally yeah. bothering you. Yes. yes. It was totally bothering. And the nurses too would sometimes be like, oh, it's high. And I was like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. Like no kidding. Yeah. Also, another thing that happened is one time I ate Jello and then I ate the chicken broth and I got sick. Like I vomited, mm. which I just hate. Yep. That and it it was just bad. But anyways, so I got to about eight centimeters and then progress just kind of stopped happening. And it's like Sarah said earlier. So I'd be at eight and then they'd come and they'd be like, you might be an eight and a mm-hmm. half two hours later. I feel like and it was then, like four hours. Yeah, and then they'd come in and be like, you might be eight and three quarters. And I was like, this is literally... And I remember this was one of my breakdowns I had. I was just like sobbing. And I looked at the nurse and I was like, what can I do? Like, I've done everything. You put the peanut ball between my legs to spread me out. Like, I, I don't know yeah how I don't know what to do and they're like you can't just keep going and I'm like okay but this is like I've been here a really long time and so it really sucked oh and we haven't even talked Pitocin yet I didn't get it they hadn't given it to you yet yeah Yeah, but that's the thing Mm -hmm. is a lot of people will get it earlier right especially if your water breaks right but she was progressing so well at the start that they were like wow you're doing this naturally right and and at first they'd come every two hours and i'd be at least one or two more centimeters dilated like my body was working so yeah it just kept happening my spirits were very low as to be expected Ugh. after that many hours yeah. and not getting to meet your baby yet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, sh- should we even start Pitocin? Like, Because you're so close. Right. 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 And, and then they came in and checked me at nine. And PM? she said we're... Or no, nine centimeters. Nine centimeters. Okay. Yeah. And she said we're going to start Pitocin. And at that point, I think all of us, my mom was there too. Spencer, my mom and me were all like, okay, thank God. Like, can we just something, get something yeah. to work here? <laughs> um... So we started that, and then it, I started feeling things again, finally, at that point. Yeah. And then they started the whole conversation of, are you feeling pain or pressure? I don't know if I told you this whole thing. And I was like, I don't know. It's a little uncomfortable, but it's just kind of, until you're feeling it, it's hard to distinguish yes. between those terms. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be like, I don't, I think it's just pain or like... Maybe it's a little pressure or it was just really hard to yeah. distinguish. And it was like every time they'd be like, it's going to feel like pressure all the time. And she's like, I don't know. Like I'm in pain all the time. Is that pre-? like it was yeah. always a conversation of like, I don't know what that means. Right. It was really weird. And again, I'm like, maybe without an epidural, like you've said this before, mm-hmm. like when you were ready to push, your body was like physically yes. starting to push. But with an epidural... You don't have that. Right. So it was like, I don't really know how to distinguish the pain. But I just I just wanted to push. I just wanted to start the process. I was just really over it. And so finally, um, 
I started feeling pressure. She came in at um, 1030 mm-hmm. and was like, okay, you're ready to push. And I remember I looked at the doctor and I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you sure? Because I felt like I'd waited, I had waited almost two days at this point yeah, of labor. For this moment. actually start pushing. Yeah. It's so funny because Ugh. Spencer texted from Rhea's phone mm-hmm. in our group text, time to push. This was at 1030 right before Justin and I mm-hmm. went to bed. And I told Justin, wow, I can't believe Maria just texted us right before <laughs> she's about to start pushing. I literally, I was like, oh crap. And then I was like, I got to somebody. And I just like saw her phone and I was just like, oh. Justin's there. Perfect. That's so funny. So anyway, I was like so impressed. I thought Maria was texting <laughs> us right before she started pushing. <laughs> Honestly, you could have. Like if you weren't so excited to get into it, you still weren't in Yeah, I was. Pain. Yeah. You were, like so with it enough. Yeah. It was weird with the roller coaster of emotions. Like yeah. I did really well. Then I got sick and I wasn't progressing and I had a, I was sobbing. And then they gave me Pitocin and things started happening. And by the time I was ready to push, I was ready. Like mm-hmm. I was in the zone. I was excited. I was like, let's do this thing. Let's, let's go. Let's meet this baby. Yes. Yes. And for the first 45 minutes ish, the doctor was with us and I felt really good having the doctor with us pushing. It was really encouraging. It like, was really encouraging. I felt like she was helping. I well, swear within minutes, they told me they could see her head. And I was yeah. like, I'm a boss. This is about to be over. Like, I'm going to yeah. push this baby out in like 30 minutes, 45, whatever. I'll also say the doctor said, um, usually I like wouldn't be here right now, but I want to get you guys started. And I was like, oh, that's comforting. Mm-hmm. And oh, cool. yeah. And they were like... You're doing great. You're so you're so good at pushing. We don't have to give you any pointers. You're doing awesome. And I was like, like, yeah, this baby's gonna be out of here in no time at all. Yeah. And then like the doc- <laughs> doctor was still there, kind of stretching, doing her thing, making sure things were going well. And then the doctor said, "This would be about the time where I would usually come in to help." Right. And I was like, "Oh, here snap. comes our baby." Like, then here we go. Like if this is the time she comes in, and then like. What, 10 minutes later? She left. She was like, all right, well, I got to go check on other patients. And I was like, oh. You're just going to leave us? We like, all, what happened? We thought I the baby felt, was coming. We deliver the I felt hour, like right? a kid whose parents, like, didn't pick them up from school. <laughs> I, like, forgot about them when the doctor left. I felt so distraught. Yeah. Disheartened. Yeah. I don't know why. I get. I guess I didn't know. And everyone has told me now. They're like, Maria, the doctor just comes in to practically catch the baby. Yeah. They're normally not there at all. But I guess since she started with us and, and she was she so encouraging, that. I was like, she's here. We're having our baby. But no. And then it was like another roller coaster because the second she left, yes. the nurse just kind of was like, all right, you keep pushing and I'm going to do some work. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I yeah, this was go time. it just it was like all hands on deck, and then all of a sudden, yes, you guys were on your own. Yes, and I was like, I don't. Know. It, it was just bad, but still, I for the first two hours of pushing, mm-hmm. I was in it to win it. Oh yeah, you still weren't. For, there wasn't that much pain. You yeah, were just pushing really for hard. the last hour of pushing. Yeah, it was I, I was I was destroyed. I was just really I was just I was done again. I was just like I don't know. And I kept asking the nurse and the doctor. I was like, "What more can I do? I don't know what to do. I'm doing my best. Why isn't this working? How much longer?" Yeah. And they just be like, "Just keep going." They're like, "I don't know." Yeah. Like okay. <laughs> Which again, we know they have to say that because they right. can't say like one more push yeah. unless right. they literally. Have your baby and know that it's one more push. Like, they can't say that stuff to you. But in the moment, I was just totally 
destroyed. Um, I was also getting really tired because for <laughs> some reason I was like, I can help. And I was you like, You did help. <laughs> I had one hand behind like her neck and the mm-hmm. other hand under like her knee, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like accordion pushing her, like mm-hmm. her face to her knee, like as hard as I could each time. And I was like, I kept asking, I was like, is this helping? Like, I swear You're it not helped. doing that over there, so this is just her right leg. <laughs> like, I swear it helped. She's going a little crooked. I thought it helped. But I was just like... That's all that matters. I that you it thought helped. it helped. It felt like it helped. And we talked earlier, too, about how when you have an epidural, you can't feel your legs. Mm-hmm. So when you're pushing, you're, you have to like grab behind your knees and kind of pull yourself mm-hmm. to your legs. Well, I didn't feel like I could control my right. legs. Well, they're dead weight. They're yeah. literally so dead weight, hard. and they were swollen... I bet they were like double the size they normally are. And so my mom had one leg. The nurse had another leg sometimes. And Spencer had like my back and kind of a leg. (laughs) And that felt helpful. Yep. I don't even know where to. I don't know what it was. Like there was one second we were getting really frustrated and you were like, nurse. Mm -hmm. I will say, I don't know if this is important to say, but when the doctor was there early on, she was physically stretching you down there Mm -hmm. and when she left the nurse wasn't doing that so it like the progression that we had started seeing like the head getting closer and closer yeah it felt like it stopped not being stretched out so it was like we can't even tell what's happening now right which was frustrating and so maria was like can you get the doctor back in here like i feel like what she was doing was helping and so the nurse yeah i kept saying that too i said where's the doctor can you call her can she come back and so the nurse actually like put on gloves and like did that thing too. Did she? She did. I didn't remember that. And then with, I think it was more to like prove a point. Like you're still doing things without someone. Yeah, down I just here. needed. Because she just did it for a little bit, and then she was like, "Great job!" And like kind of went back to yeah. Um, but then yeah, it was like one second you asked the nurse like, "How much more do I have to go?" And she was like, "Just keep pushing." And then literally the next push, it was like. Wah, wah. Like sirens started going off. I'm just kidding. But it was nuts. It was nuts. I was like, like, I didn't remember somehow that. everyone in the hospital knew at the same time that now was the time. Yeah. Because like nurse like boom picked up the phone. Hey, get doctor whatever in here. Mm-hmm. And she got there like two seconds. And I was like, I thought she was saying on her You're okay. such a stinker. Sorry. No, but she she came in the room, busted out some galoshes, put those on her feet. Put all these yes. mats down. They had completely changed the room. Yeah. yeah. They were pulling to stuff prepare. out of the ceiling. They did not pull out stuff out of the tiles. ceiling. <laughs> the whole room transforms, yeah. flips upside <laughs> down. We were in like Costa Rica all of a sudden. <laughs> You're <laughs> No, but it was like crazy how quickly... They jump into action. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is the part I told Maria, like... They, whenever I was in labor, I know I showed this in Prior's birth story. I'm like yelling between my legs at her to like get Hurry, your gloves yeah. on. Hurry! Yeah. Like I yeah. can see her trying yeah. to like quickly transform. Which is nuts. Yeah. Man. And I was just confused because I was like, "How is right now any different than literally?" Yes, two seconds and it was ago. like, "What happened that made all in of those this? two seconds? What yeah. happened that triggered all of this?" But then nuts. I still feel like I pushed like 15 or more minutes oh, yeah. after that. Point oh, really? Because. She- she was down there. The head there. still had to come out. Yeah, I think you were kind of having a hard time still stretching, and I was able... We had the mirror. I don't know if you need to say this on the podcast. Sorry. You're getting really graphic, <laughs> I feel like. It changed my life, guys. We <laughs> well, we did... I will say, I did have... They asked me if I wanted a mirror early on. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool at first. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where it 
became too much for me. Yeah. To the like whole... I just saw gore and not progress. Right. And I literally looked at someone and I said, You can take that away now. <laughs> yeah. The whole idea is to like help motivate the mom. Yes. Like if you can see baby's head, then mm-hmm. it like really motivates you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm making progress. Yeah. Which they asked me when I was in labor and I when I was pushing and I literally had my eyes closed the whole time and I was like, I don't want to see anything. <laughs> like just get this Which baby out. Which is so out. funny because you're, you, I feel like you did it all so naturally. I feel like you would have wanted to see something. I just, I had to have my eyes closed to I, fully I will say, focus. Which it does make sense. Towards the end, this point on, my eyes weren't open, and I think I was phys- I was possessed by a demon. Literally, something like takes I, over. Something took over, and I made so weird. It's I like made, a primal, yes. just like primal instincts, just like take over. I made sounds I've never made she before. Was speaking a different language. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were saying stuff that I was just like, okay. I was. I called. Going. I called out for my mom, like mommy, yeah. like that. She was right next to your head. Oh, which is so insane. And afterwards, I apologized to her because she had to sit down at one point because she was so upset that I was in so much pain. Oh. And my mom's a nurse. Like my mom is blood gore. Like none of that affects her ever whatsoever. But seeing all of it and then seeing me in pain, yeah. she literally had to step away. And I was like, holy cow. We thought you were going to have to step away, if anything. And you never did. Yeah. I have probably just adrenaline. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, it something takes over. There were screams. There were... I was pulling on Spencer's shirt. Yeah, it's very close to you. I was... It was... <laughs> it just gets crazy. It, it gets crazy. It's a lot of... A lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's insane. Once she... Boom. Baby yeah, comes out so Once fast. she comes out, not only do your emotions change, but you just feel this massive release mm-hmm. of pain <laughs> and pressure, too. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I pushed for three hours, and she arrived at 1.38. Nine. Nine. Dang it, I always get that wrong. Don't judge me. Um, 1.39 a.m. on September 4th. So, she was barely on the 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in... Swear. 41 and a half hours of labor, technically, from the time my water started breaking. Yes. Um, we were in the hospital for, what, 34 of those mm-hmm. yep. um, before she got here. Yep. But we had a little smurf. She did. She came out pretty blue. Yeah. And right. I remember she wasn't making enough noise for my comfort. Yeah. And I said she something, was. and I think my mom said something, and then they... They took her over and gave her a little oxygen. And Spencer said it was like her whole body was became red. It was nuts. First of all, the girl who gave her oxygen and was checking her out was like... MVP. So awesome. She was from the nursery. I was going to say, yeah. it's probably a nursery mm-hmm. nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she yes. was just talking to me like through what she was doing. And mm-hmm. it was just like so comforting. And I knew she knew what she was doing. I was like... But just for her to verbalize yeah, it to and you. She, the way she was saying mm-hmm. things. I was just like, that's so nice. Yeah. And like... Yeah, so she was really blue, and then they gave her just, mm-hmm. like, a few little pumps of oxygen. It was, like, like starting at her head, going down to her toes, just, mm-hmm. like, pink. It it's was awesome. Which is crazy, yeah. And I still, Spencer took a picture of her with the oxygen mask on, and I, like, can't look at it, because she looked so purpley and yeah. blue. It was so scary. So I was over there, and if I was to turn and look back at Maria, it was just <laughs> War the zone. worst sight I've ever seen in my life. Uh, War zone. But still, like, I was fine. It was so weird. Yeah. I was like, that's Well, and it was funny, too, because they took her over to give her oxygen. And while they were doing that, I just see, like, the doctor stitching me up. She was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. And I was 
like, this is not a good scene. Um, but after all of that happened and I got to have her back, I was hysterically crying because again, you're just the release of pressure, pain, exhaustion, uh, excitement, excitement, joy, love. And I kept saying, how is she real? How is she real? Where did she come from? How did I do that? I can't believe I did that. I kept saying to my... My mom was just with me, like, mm-hmm. sobbing at my head, which was cool because you got to be with Oh, by the way, I cried super hard. Yeah. Did you? Yes. Out. It was weird. It was <laughs> just did. like, this is happening. I don't, it <laughs> I didn't just, even feel weird or like I didn't want to go back or anything. <laughs> it was just like... Oh, I love it. I we hope Justin been- cries for the next one. <laughs> Come on, Justin. We yes. had just been through so much. And I'm not saying other people hadn't been through it, but the amount of time, I think, yeah. was just the biggest factor of it. And just, how tired we were. I yeah. can't believe you pushed so freaking hard. I pushed for so that And long. we were so tired. Yeah. Like we'd been awake. And I pushed so hard. Like, I was I was Giving gasping. it everything oh, you had. Yeah. Every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. From the start. Yeah. Like, I was I was in it. I kept saying I wish I was a swimmer and my, like, lungs were better. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> she got here, and it was awesome. And um, we finally got to hold her, and I got to do skin to skin for an hour. Spencer got to do it a little bit after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we laughed because when we moved to the next unit, we literally couldn't keep our eyeballs open. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to sort of sum it up, we stayed until the sixth Sunday. Right. Because she was having some breathing, breathing problems mm-hmm. or they thought she was. Mm-hmm. And what, what did you? They're ethnic periods. Ethnic so there's periods. a small, like few seconds where they seem like there's, they stop breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really cool because every time they'd take her to the nursery or check out her oxygen sat, she'd be at a hundred percent. So it was scary because a few people made comments mm-hmm. about it and were worried. But every time they check her out, she was awesome so it was really great she did have some difficulty feeding at first literally any way possible um because because of the breathing and also because she's 36 weeks and they say like their sucking isn't developed Mm -hmm. yet fully so you'd give her food and she'd be like i don't really know what you want me to do with this (laughs) i don't really understand um but we had an amazing lactation consultant and were able to figure it out before we came home and um now she's great She's two weeks old. I don't know if I'm as willing as Sarah to say I would do it again tomorrow. I'm not really convinced yet. Um, I know when we saw you, but I was like, aren't you ready to do it all over again? Maria was like, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, I just think I just have a completely new appreciation for so many things after it. I'm going to try not to cry. Like God, first off, is just unreal that our bodies can the ultimate creator it's unreal that our bodies can do it pregnancy and labor especially and then then heal that's the other thing i can't get over and i literally want to go up to every woman on planet earth and be like you're amazing like (laughs) do you realize this (laughs) there was a time where i went to starbucks like while we were still in the hospital (laughs) and i saw a pregnant like a very pregnant lady (laughs) walk in front of my car to get her starbucks and i was like oh good lord (laughs) <laughs> I was like, good luck out there. Because <laughs> I had just, I was like. You had just, like, yeah. just seen all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Set, set and I know that, like, I think listening to this podcast, too, people can tell, like, we went through a lot of really random different things. And even the leaking of the amniotic fluid, I don't think a ton of people had heard of it happening for that extended 
an amount of time mm-hmm. before contractions and stuff. So there were some weird things that happened, but overall my labor was really good, I think. Yeah. It was prolonged, mm-hmm. but there weren't a ton of complications. Right. I didn't tear horribly. Mm-hmm. Like all of that was fairly normal. Um, so then to think of people that do have really, really, really hard labors that, you know, end in emergency, whatever, I, I just, I don't understand. Like it was hard enough having a pretty decent labor. I can't imagine having complications, you know, it's just crazy. It is just a crazy, crazy It's insane. It really is. And it's also amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. And she's the best and we still can't, I still can't believe she's here. And she looks just like me. She does. Which I'm super pumped about because I don't want her looking like me. Spencer says when she gets mad that she looks like him. I guess I just look pissed all the time. Uh, I will say it's not for my own benefit, but just if you're interested, we did vlog all of it. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, not all of it. Like, I wasn't allowed to vlog during labor and delivery. Which we were kind of bummed about because he had a tripod and I was about to be like, set it up on the ledge. They said, no, you can't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. They said you could take pictures, but you couldn't film. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've totally seen people have like birth videos. Well, and I'm sure some people are going to, you know, hold it. anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah. But if you want to check that out. Hit, Shameless plug. Hit up Maria or something. I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's not. I just it's there. No, it was which cool. we mostly did so we can watch it back. And yeah, all. and our families really loved it, so mm-hmm. it was cool to see. But yeah. So that's that. Yeah. I didn't come up with a verse. Just go read Psalm one thirty nine eight hundred times again because it's just awesome that she is real and created and she's so cute she's so cute ever you know way before Mm -hmm. she was even conceived Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's ours yeah (gasps) well she's his but we get to borrow her for a little bit (laughs) which is awesome he knows everything about her future and who she's going to be when she grows up and it's such a gift it really is. It really is. Again, I don't know if I'd do it again tomorrow, but she's been worth it. She's been worth it. And the next fun. update we do, like, I feel like we've adjusted really well, and now we can't imagine life without her. So oh. it's really cool. And she's going to marry Pryor one day, and everything's going to be <laughs> great. I've already had people listen to this room and are like, so arranged marriage. <laughs> Yeah, the podcast is just to keep us together so that we can figure yeah, out Yeah, we're really marriage. just getting our kids to get married one day. That's the whole purpose of all of this. So, yeah. All righty. Thank you guys for being here, as always, <laughs> and for listening in again for your understanding and grace. And- mm-hmm. And I hope this didn't scare anyone. I yeah. feel like we're still so fresh out <laughs> yeah. that we're still kind of like, whoa, that just happened and it was intense. But she's perfect and she was worth it. Yeah. I'll also say hopefully we can keep doing episodes. Like schedules are going to be crazy times yeah. two now, but right. we're going to try to get back on the weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure out a new rhythm. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, well, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be helpful if you would subscribe or leave us a rating and review. And feel free to follow us and join the conversation at the Cold Coffee Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. We wish we could have coffee with each of you, but since we can't, we'd love to send a gift card to the first two people who share this episode on their Instagram story and tag us in the post. 
Once again, thanks for joining us on the Cold Coffee Podcast.